Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What's going on, everybody? It's Physical Friday, and today we're going to be talking about something that's pretty important to your performance in virtually every area of your life, and that's dopamine. Zach Fagerberg is here to talk about dopamine and how we can actually use dopamine to influence both our successes, our failures, and just to make sure that we're staying on track by using this super, super powerful uh, compound that's within our body. Zach, what's up? What's up, Tom? It's good to be here, man. Thanks. Thanks. I'm glad you're here. So you are pretty interested in dopamine. Dopamine is a is a is a something that I also am interested in. I know how um just on a very base level, how it affects pretty much everything we do from from the way that they influence us to continue to use social media, even past the point where we might otherwise decide it was not a good idea to how the casinos use it to how exercise uh, can can affect our dopamine levels and if you are getting a hit of dopamine you are probably pretty um, pretty likely to continue on down whatever that path is I'm very interested in what you've come up with with dopamine and why you're um, studying dopamine so what do you have for us today yeah, man, let's jump in. And I love a couple of your points there. We can definitely get to them as we as we have the conversation about dopamine. But let's start with your comment of a hit of dopamine, mm-hmm. right? I think that it's important for people to understand how dopamine actually gets released into our system. Um, and the fact that there are these releases, but there's also a baseline level of dopamine in all of our systems at any given time. And that baseline level of dopamine is super important to determining how much drive and external seeking we feel in this given moment, right? If that baseline level is lower, 
that's going to be someone that you might interact with. And you say, man, where's their, what's going on with them? They just don't seem to have any kick right now versus, you know, it's funny. I was watching one of your episodes with Ray cash care. Yeah. Um, he's got some, you look at that dude. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he, he understands how to keep this dopamine system at a high baseline from not abusing it through the peaks. Okay. And so the other thing I think is important to understand about dopamine is that it, it it's what we call a neuromodulator not just a neurotransmitter. So it doesn't just communicate from one nerve to the next. It actually impacts many nerves in a given area. And that's where it has this ability to impact, as you said, so much of, if not all of what we are pursuing in this life. Yeah. Um, so if we take a step into looking at the peaks and, and the baseline levels of dopamine, it's important to understand that the peak, as you said, is what determines how much enjoyment we get out of the situation and, and realistically how much we perceive liking that experience. Mm -hmm. From there, it's also important to understand we don't just get the peaks. Dopamine is a finite resource in our system that takes time to replenish. And so after any peak, you are naturally going to experience a fall off of that dopamine in your system that's actually going to go below the baseline that you were at prior to that peak taking place. Okay. This is the first key understanding, right? That, that it's not just an up and up and up system. That drop down back below baseline is actually where we experience the craving or the want to seek that situation again. It's not actually during that peak reward phase. Right. Okay. Um, so for me, this started to be one of the places where light bulbs started to go off because I love seeking dopamine and, and these big hits, if you will. Right. Just like I think all of us do. It's wired into us. But maybe it's not so much about just nonstop seeking the peaks because we have to understand that that's going to come with a reciprocal situation in the drop below baseline. Okay. So what, uh, what, what do you suggest? What, how do we, how do we maintain that baseline? I guess is the question. That's a really great question. Um, and I think that that's where we can talk about different scenarios that might have led you to that low baseline, right? Because there are varying ways that we can get to that low baseline point. Um, and, and how we got there determines how we might approach letting that baseline reset to a place where we start to feel more drive and, and energy to seek all things, right? Not just this thing that we've been honing in on. Right. Um, so examples of where or how we might get to that baseline level, I think we can talk about here in a sec. Um, but understanding, yes, it's how we got to that low level of a baseline that's really important, not just a, a one size fits all for a fix or a solution to reset that baseline. So when you so talk about how it's important that we understand how we got there, what are some examples of how people will, will, will get there? It's a great question, Tom. And I would come back to something you've already alluded to here and that's social media, mm -hmm. right? For sure. The, this is a great example of many that exist in our society today of 
ease of dopamine release with little to no effort. That is a equation for disaster <laughs> in maintaining our baseline levels of dopamine because the cool part about dope, one of the cool parts about dopamine is that it not only has this short-term effect in how we're experiencing the situation, it actually can change over the long-term what we seek and how we seek it to get that dopamine release. And so we really start to hone our dopamine system to say, why would I lift a pinky if I can sit here and scroll and get all the dopamine that I'm looking for? Mm. Right. The only problem with that is peak after peak after peak on a very consistent basis starts to tap out this resource of dopamine at a time frame or at a rate that doesn't allow the system to replenish it. And this is what leads in example, in this example, to us starting to experience a very significant drop below our baseline levels of dopamine. And, and that would be what some people might call burnout or it might be what some people are just the doldrums or just, just, you know, tired of everything and not, not getting excited about anything. I think I've experienced it a couple different ways, and that's definitely one of them. The burnout example. I think that in my personal life, I've also experienced uh, bouts of depression. And yeah, this is definitely related to to dopamine baselines having been not used or, or using situations that don't support keeping a strong baseline level of dopamine. Right. And, and that definitely opens the door to a situation like that coming into the mental space. Okay. And so uh, just to kind of close this out for, for this particular episode, as far as how we can uh, adjust our behavior or th pitfalls to watch out for, uh, obviously too much social media. I mean, you don't have to be on social media very often to know that you can start down a path and the next thing you know, it's a couple of hours later and you've, you've just continued on down this path um, and then you don't feel so good afterwards. Um, that's kind of one of the places where I'm sure that we could adjust our behavior. You could see similar, similar behavior. I think if, if you've ever been to Las Vegas and you go into one of these casinos and it is just, you know, there are so many lights and flashing and noise and everything going on around you. And when you walk out of that, you're just kind of like, Oh, wow. Like it's over. That's amazing. Um, and you kind of really come down and I would imagine that that's, every one of those lights and flashing and everything is just this ease of dopamine. Just you're, you're just getting excited. And then when you walk out of there, you just almost collapse, right? Like it's just whew, glad that's over, but they don't let you off the hook because as soon as you walk out of that casino, there's all the lights and flashing and, and waterfalls and fountains and everything trying to lead you into the next one. Um, so if you were to uh, give us some, some guidelines on how we could kind of adjust our behavior or, or things to watch out for, what would you, what would you say? I think that the Vegas example, the social media example, even things like processed foods, mm. right? I think once we start to understand how good society has gotten at developing structures like this, that abuse our dopamine system for their profit, 
right? Then it starts to allow us to be in more power of deciding whether or not we want to interact with that situation, how we want to interact with that situation, the frequency at which we want to interact with that situation. So I think that would really be my big encouragement of a takeaway is really sit down and look at your life and ask yourself, where am I just kind of nonchalantly letting these very well-prepared dopamine um, extracting situations just creeping in without my say so hmm. I put your foot down and I'm not saying you have to go cold Turkey on any of it. Right. Like I use social media for business purposes, but you're the one in control, not just letting the situation uh, roll w- with itself without having a say in it. So maybe a, a certain amount of time per day on social media or a certain amount of, I don't know, uh, some sort of guideline to where you keep yourself in check. I think that the important thing is, especially coming back to if we've identified that this situation has negatively impacted our baseline level of dopamine, we need to either remove it or limit it in reference to monitoring that feeling of motivation and drive coming back. Right. I don't know that I would sit here and say, well, if you're on social this many hours a day, cut it back to this. Cut it back to the point that you feel like you're experiencing that change in your baseline level of dopamine resetting, resetting, and you'll experience that through, oh, wait a second, that thing that I've just kind of been monotonous about, I've all of a sudden got a little fire for it again, Mm. right? I think that that takes some self-awareness, but that's that's what growth's about, right, is identifying these areas, being self-aware of how it's affecting your system and, and applying the knowledge that we're talking about. Nice. Okay, so we're going to stop there for today because there's a lot of things to get into about dopamine, and you've got a lot of other um, things that we're going to talk about in this little series that we're going to do on on dopamine. And so if you are listening to this and it's of interest to you what we've begun talking about with dopamine, then definitely come back next week because we're going to have Zach back to talk, go a little deeper on dopamine and, uh, and, and we can find out exactly what's going on and exactly how we can, um, orient our life to where we can use dopamine to our advantage rather than having dopamine, uh, you're a slave to someone creating dopamine for you, I guess. So Zach, we'll, we'll see you next week. And, uh, for everybody else, Pay attention to the dopamine and uh, and and maybe even write down, you know, what are these activities that that you're doing that you are mindlessly doing for for a while that obviously make you feel good for a little while, but then maybe maybe not so good afterwards. If you just write those a, a couple of those things down, then maybe what Zach has to t- say next week will have more profound meaning. All right. So that's Physical Friday for this week. We'll see you next week. <laughs>